Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Higher Design for Living show and the Daughter of Zion's Threshing Floor show. This is a combination on tonight. Um, this is going to be a little different as I purpose to go into this new year uh, with direction and clarity and just to encourage you to not only listen tonight, but listen going forward, even throughout the remainder of this year. I uh, really feel like and really believe, not feel like, I really believe, I know that the Lord has purposed uh, for me to come on and talk about our subject tonight. So this is your host, Elder Gloria Holloway. I am the producer, executive producer, founder, uh, really, it's all God, but you know what I mean. Um, so we're going to talk about invincible weapon against the enemy, invincible weapon against the enemy. And um going to come from our focus scriptures, um, which is found in Micah 4, 11 through 13, Micah 4, 11 through 13, and Isaiah 41, 14 through 16 is where I'm going to be coming from during this broadcast. And um, I'm going to do a little bit of teaching, and then we are going to pray. Because many times we embark upon things and we don't really have an understanding of it. And so um, that is uh, the mandate that I know that the Lord has given me for this season is to do more teaching along with the prayers. So I pray that you will join me on this journey. And as I move forward and who all of who God has called me to be in this season, I know that between one of these shows that you will be encouraged, you will be inspired, you will be equipped, and be transformed that you're able to go forth in what God has purposed for you by listening to the broadcast for the uh, Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor to be encouraged and built up and delivered and set free, and from the Higher Design for Living show uh, which will inspire, which will provoke, which will cause you to be more reflective uh, and changing your mindset. And all of our topics are based on biblical principles, again, that will not only cause you to ask yourself uh, reflective questions, but will help you to answer them so that you can move forward. So, again, remember the mind goes where the body goes. A changed mind brings about a changed life. God has so much greater. That's why this show, one of the, the show is the higher designs of living. It's called what it is called because God does have a higher purpose for all of us. He has higher for us. He has greater for us. And he wants to take us to not only another level but another dimension in him. And I believe that he will do it. Uh, through these shows, through this broadcast, as you come with expectation, and I'm certainly coming with expectation that all that will listen in will hear um, what the Lord is saying to you specifically, whether it's one word, whether it's a whole paragraph, whether the whole show is for you. I believe that the Lord has something that he wants to say to you through this show. Now, whether you're listening in now, whether you're listening later on, or 10 years from now, it doesn't matter because we know that there is no time in the spirit and there is no distance in the spirit. We are the only ones who are in time. And so we're the only ones who have limits, but only according to the limits of our minds. Amen. Amen. So again, Micah 4, 11, 11 through 13, and Isaiah 41, 
14 through 16. Father, we just bless you. We praise you, Lord God, for those that, uh, uh, for the show, Lord God, for the topics, for the the, the uh, instructions, for the teachings. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, for that which you purpose to impart, not only to those who will listen in, but to me as well, oh God. So, Father, we just thank you and we praise you for our listening audience, Lord. We thank you that they have come to hear what thus saith the Lord, and Lord, that you would give ears to hear like never before, that you would give a heart to receive, oh God, and all that you have purposed, Lord God, and a mind to obey your word, Father. So, Lord, you said in all of our getting to get understanding. So, Lord, as we go through this uh, segment, this show tonight, Lord God, that we thank you right now. I thank you right now, Father, that those that hear will hear a word from you, that they will be inspired, that they will be uh, equipped, that they will be empowered, Lord, and mainly through the transformation as the minds are being transformed, oh God, by, uh, uh, by your word, Lord God, that will renew the mind. Your word is what renews the mind, and your word is what transformed us. So you said, be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. Be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. And we know that our minds are renewed by the word of God, by your truths, by your principles, Lord God. And therefore, we are transformed because our minds are being changed, Lord. And as we pray, as we cry out between the porch and the altar, O oh God, for your leaders, O oh God, for Christian leaders, O oh God, for men of color, O oh God, who are under constant attack by uh, the, the world system that we live in, Lord God, and, and those, Lord, that are incarcerated and those that are out that are out of prisons, Lord God, out of the penal system, but are still in a place of transition. And Lord, we know too that the prison is not just a physical prison. It is a mental prison. It is an emotional prison. It is a, a, a prison of the mind, oh God. So Father, as, a, as we teach tonight, as we pray tonight, I declare and decree that shackles will fall off. As people listen in, the shackles will fall off of their minds. Chains will fall off of their minds, that they will be encouraged like never before, inspired like never before, determined like never before, to go forth, oh God, to do all that you purpose and ordain for each and every one, Lord God. And that starts with me, even now, in the name of Jesus. So Holy Spirit, I pray even now that you will have your way during this broadcast. I pray that you will have your way for those that will listen in now and listen in later. And no matter, again, no matter how long it is, Lord God, I thank you right now that whenever somebody listens, oh God, that they will hear you, oh God, speaking directly to them, Lord, and Lord, that they will be set free, oh God, for the whom sent for whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So, Lord, we thank you for the spirit of freedom, the spirit of liberty, as we listen to your word, as we study your word, as we meditate upon your word, as we take your word to heart, O oh God, that it may go deep down within the recesses of our being. So, Father, I praise you, I magnify you, and I glorify you. May your blessings rest upon each and every listener, even now, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. I give you glory, I give you honor, and I give you the praise. So again, our topic is Invincible Weapons Against the Enemy, Invincible Weapons Against the Enemy. And what are those invincible weapons? We are those invincible weapons. 
We are called and equipped to be invincible weapons against the enemy. Those of us who are called to intercede, and we know that everybody is called to pray because the word says that we are to pray without ceasing. The word says that we are to pray for everybody, every man. And so we know that we all are called, but we also know that, that there are some who have a passion, who have a desire greater than than, than the average person, let's say, that have a desire to, to and are, are willing to, to sacrifice and pray, pay the price of the intercessor. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what the intercessor means, what that looks like according to Scripture. I'll give some examples of the intercessors in the in the in the Bible of in the Old Testament and of course in the New Testament. But first, I'm going to uh, read our our focus scripture, our foundational scripture for this this ministry for the um, daughter of Zion. Now we know with the higher design for living, that's Revelation four one, where the word says that that I looked at the, where John was in the spirit and he heard, heard Jesus talking to him and he was telling him to come up higher, that he may show him things that must come to pass. And so this is what the Lord is saying to us, even through this teaching. He's saying, and that's how we come up higher. That's how we come up higher, first of all, in the spirit. We come up in the spirit. We come up in the spirit realm to hear what God is saying. That's what John the Baptist did. He was on the Isle of Patmos, and he went up uh, to the Isle of Patmos. He was exiled. He didn't go willingly. He was exiled. But while he was there, he heard from the Lord Jesus. And so he heard, he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And so he was there and he was listening. So even though you may be in a place where you feel shut off and cut off, but don't despise it because God is able, just as he gave John the Baptist, I'm not John the Baptist, I'm sorry, the Apostle John, just as he gave him uh, a revelation, the book of Revelation, but revelation of what was coming, what was then, what was now, what was then, which was now for him, and what was coming, and even up until today, and even after today, until the earth ends, he gave him revelation of what was to come. So on the Lord's day, he was able to hear, and so he had. He said, "I was in the spirit on the Lord's day." So that's that's what the Lord wants us to know today. You have to be in the spirit, and we know that the Word tells us that we are to walk in the spirit at all times, and so that's allowing the Holy Spirit to 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 us to tune in and listen in to the Holy Spirit that we will hear what the Spirit. He said, he that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And we are the church. It's not the building. It's not brick and mortar. It is you and me, those of us who have professed the Lord Jesus Christ. We are the body of Christ. We are the church. Wherever we go, he said, where two or three are gathered together in his name, that he would be in the midst. So as you're gathering with me, even though we're not physically together, we are still together because we are spirit to spirit. Amen. So anyway, uh, Micah 4, 4, 11 through 13. Now, the base base scripture, of course, is 13, but I'm going to read 11 through 13. And... um, It says, and now also many nations have gathered against you 
against you who say, let her be defiled, and this is the King James Version, uh, let her be defiled and let her eye look upon Zion and let our eye look upon Zion, but they do not know the thoughts of the Lord, nor do they understand his counsel. For he, he will gather them like sheaves to the threshing floor. Excuse me, arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron and I will make your hooves bronze. You shall beat in pieces many people. I will consecrate their gain to the Lord and their substance to the Lord of the whole earth. So I'm going to break that down some more after we talk about intercession and intercessory and what that means and what that looks like, because we know that the word is not telling us to, not in this day anyway, was back then literally destroying the people, but we know that God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. So we come up against the enemy, not against the people. Amen. And so Isaiah 41, verse 14 through 16, and it reads, Fear not, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, says the Lord and, and your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make you into a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small. And I'm going to stop right here. As I'm reading this description of of who God said they were then and who we are now as intercessors, I want you to picture this. I want you to visualize this, see yourself doing this thing to the plans of the enemy, not against the people, but to the plans of the enemy. Every plot, every plan, every scheme of the enemy that you know of, that the Lord reveals, I want you to envision this, that you are like this instrument that I am describing from the word, that 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 be, he said a threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small. And you know the mountains are those opposition, those things to try to stop and block you. You know whether it's you, whether you're praying for your. At times you're praying for yourself, but doing intercessory, we know that we are praying for others. And so as God reveals those things, as the Holy Spirit reveals those things that that are coming up against the people he or the person or persons that he's calling you to intercede for. I want you to see that mountain as being being broken up into dust particles and that you are that instrument that the Lord is using to crush the plans of the enemy that's coming up against the people or the persons that the Lord is calling you to intercede for. Um so again, um, let me finish um, going to back to 15. Behold, I will make you into a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small and make the hills like chaff. You shall winnow them, and that means to throw it up in the air, throw them up in the air. And as you throw them up in the air, as they're beaten and thrown up in the air because you're beating them so much that the wind is blowing all of that stuff away. The wind shall carry them away, carry them away, and the whirlwind, the whirlwind shall scatter them. So not only is the wind coming, but there's a whirlwind. When you're praying, when you're interceding, there's a whirlwind that's going on in the spirit that's scattering all of the 
stuff, all of the, the, the things that the enemy is sending against the people that you're called to intercede for. And imagine that as you are praying for people, and then it says, you shall rejoice in the Lord and glory in the Holy One of Israel. And we know the Holy One of Israel is God himself. Amen and amen. So intercessor. Uh, again, many times we say we're intercessors, and everybody prays. Everybody prays, whether they call it prayer or not. If you're declaring and decreeing something, and and the, and the prayer doesn't mean prayer is just not for those who who, who pray, or just not prayer praying to to God. But when when we declare and decree something, and we talk to whatever that force is, whatever that energy is, we're still praying. So we got to be careful, even with that, that when we're praying, when we're declaring and decreeing something, that we make it clear who we're praying to, because you can pray to yourself, you can pray to the enemy, the devil, you can pray to people, but I'm talking about praying to God, so I'm talking about God's intercessors, and we know that, again, the, the terms that we use are, you know, anybody, it applies, it's a principle, it's a law, and it works either way, and God wants us to work it to the good, amen? So an intercessor is a mediator, one who mediates in the spiritual realm through prayer, one who interposes or interrupts or interferes between parties that are at variance or, or disagreement with a view to reconcile them. And this is important right here when you know, now, of course, we're praying the, the enemy's coming up against a person, there's no reconciliation, but there are situations and relationships with people that you know that there are people that have situations and stuff, and you're praying for them because they're at odds with one another, because they're in disagreement. It could be your church family. It could be your, 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 your biological family. It could be on your job. It could be in your community where you are praying for reconciliation because we know that we have the ministry of reconciliation. And so that we are, we are at times that we are called to pray, to intercede for these parties that are in disagreement. And so that they have a view that they know that they can be reconciled. So we're praying for the reconciliation. And then it says, one who pleads in behalf of another. So intercessor also means to, or intercession also means to entreat, which means to beg or have a conversation on behalf of another, to plead with anyone for or against. So, so you see here, for or against, but we're talking about for and according to God's will, God's way. And, of course, if they are not in God's will and God's way, then we're praying against whatever that thing is. And like the enemy is our accuser, right? And so we're praying against that kind of stuff, but we're for what God wants, but we're against what the enemy purposes. And so, of course, it says to accuse, and we there, there are different references in the Bible where uh, people came to accuse somebody of something, and they that was their intercession because they came to accuse, and the enemy came before God and, and told them, you know, about us and all of that and talking about us and stuff. And he's accusing, he's an accuser of the brethren, but, well, again, we're not talking talking about that, but I just wanted to give you a better, more rounded view of what an intercessor is and what that, what our purpose is as intercessors, amen? And so Jesus, as our intercessor, whoever lives uh, to make intercession for us, 
And we find that, uh, I think that's in Hebrews, and then the other one is in the book of Romans. With the intercession is a type of prayer as listed in the book of Romans. And then uh, uh, we have, lastly, we have, we are to pray for all men as mentioned in First Timothy, First Timothy. So we we have a better rounded view, but to know too, with, and I always liken it to everybody pretty much has seen football, and everybody pretty much, whether you're a football fan or not, you know what the uh, quarterback looks like and uh, what the game looks like when the quarterback is coming and he's trying to throw the ball and he's trying to throw it to a particular person and then there's a person and I'm I'm not a football I'm not a sports person so whatever the linebacker or quarterback or not quarterback but linebacker or whatever that that person's position is that comes in and tries to block the throw that the um that the uh quarterback is throwing to the person on their team. So that that person, that linebacker or whatever his, his, his position title is, comes in to block what the, the uh, quarterback is trying to get to their team member. And so we want to block what the enemy is sending against people. As the Lord leads you to intercede for people, as the Lord leads you to cry out between the porch and the altar, and, and and let me say this, and, and I, list, I, I I took this on from somebody that really made it clear. Uh, his name is uh, a Prophet Justin uh, Ruffin, and he made it really clear, you know, when you talk about, about intercession, you got to know what you're talking about because that means you're willing to take the hit. So just as the, the quarterback throws it, the, the enemy comes at the quarterback, which is the other team, comes at the quarterback to hit him, but then you get in the way and trying to catch the ball, they're going to come after you. So you are blocking, you are blocking, you are blocking, but we're blocking in the opposite way. We're blocking to keep the enemy from hitting somebody so you may get hit. So you got to know that, 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 first of all, foremost, that the Holy Spirit is leading you and giving you what to pray for, the people, the person, that you're not praying according to your understanding by your leading because you care about them. You're not interceding. So there's we pray, there's the supplication, there's the petition that we give for uh, ourselves and for others, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being an intercessor, and all of that can be encompassed in your prayer as an intercessor. But I'm really talking about knowing your position in the spirit realm, and that's what the Lord wants us to see through these scriptures that I just read, that that we are powerful, we are invincible, we are an invincible weapon against the enemy. But you got to know that that who you are and what God has empowered you to do. So, um, so. To, to move forward from that, you know, um, uh, one of the scriptures that um, I looked at and uh, to see some of who were intercessors or considered intercessors in the Old Testament, we see that King Solomon, he, even though he was a king, but he was also an intercessor. He not only led the country as king, but he prayed for the citizens. He didn't just pray for his family. He was the king, but he interceded for the people, for the people, for the country, for the the, the, the country that he was king of. 
the regions. He didn't just pray for those that was in the household or those that were just in the king's house. And then Jeremiah, we know Jeremiah was a prophet, um, but he was also an intercessor. And prophets, intercessors, I believe, truly go hand in hand. Uh, so Jeremiah was not, and this, yeah, you see it throughout, even with Elijah, even with all of them, they interceded for the people. They cried out for the people. So the prophets today, I don't know if they, they intercede or not. I don't know if the things look so much different from what the Bible has laid out for us. But Jeremiah was a prophet, and he was the intercessor. He prayed for Israel. He prayed for the people. He cried out for them. They called him. He cried so much they called him the weeping prophet. And then he wrote not only the book of Jeremiah was written about him, but it was also uh, the book of Lamentations, which is just crying and crying out for the people because he didn't want God to just wipe them out. But he went through a lot, and as intercessors, you go through a lot. So you gotta, you gotta be. You got to be willing to pay the price. You got to be willing to uh, be strong enough in the spirit realm, physically and spiritually, uh, emotionally, mentally, in every aspect of your being. You have to be uh, um, fit to be an intercessor. Yeah, again, going back to football, you know, they they had to um, the 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 um, people had to. What's going on with my computer? Um, but they had to be physically fit. They had to be physically fit. They had to be physically fit to um, be able to play as they needed to play. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Okay, having a little technical difficulties here, but that is okay. Um, but, yes, so we have to be, just as, as, as the, the players have to be physically fit, we have to be physically fit. We have to be physically fit. So we can't uh, take on a position and that we're not ready for. So, yes, we have to be physically fit. And so... When you again, when you purpose to intercede on behalf of someone else, you got to know that you are physically fit, and not and physically fit, spiritually fit, mentally fit in every aspect of your being. That's why, like Jesus, he had to come away at times. He had to get away from the masses because of what he was called to do. So he had to go and get revived. He had to go get. Uh, refilled, if you will. He had to go uh, because we know from Scripture that when when he when he went to minister or serve the people and the people that that were delivered, people that were healed, and all of that, we know by at least one of the scriptures that the virtue went out of him. When the people come forth in faith and they're able to draw the power out of him, so that they receive their healing, they receive their deliverance, they receive whatever it was that they needed from him. And so he had to go back and be refueled. And so that's the same thing with us. So I want to encourage all of our intercessors. So this first part of, of, of our prayer time, of this time of intercession, is for intercessors so that you will know that you, me, all of us who are, are called to this, who are uh, uh, going above and beyond our, our the regular prayers, if you will, 
um, but that are really following the leading of the Holy Spirit to be able to intercede. You cannot intercede without the leading of the Holy Spirit, even even in your regular prayers. And I don't know if there's anything such as regular prayer. There are different types of prayers, but even even in all of our prayers, we are to seek the Lord as to what to pray, even for ourselves, because many times we're praying for stuff. Sometimes the stuff we already have. Sometimes it's stuff we don't need, and then sometimes we just don't have a clue. And that's why the word also says that the, the, the Holy Spirit is always interceding for us and that we don't pray. He has to give us what to pray because we don't know how to pray as we ought. So we have got to seek the Holy Spirit as to what we should pray and how we should pray. Amen, amen, amen. So, again, I just wanted to give some examples of those who – um in the in the bible and of course Jesus himself in the in the in the new testament and again um Paul those um books were written by Paul and and so this those different ones who were uh talked about intercession and talked about the fact that the holy spirit and Jesus is intercedes for us and and then he's calling us to also pray and it says in all types of prayers all types of prayers, petitions, supplications that we are to pray for all men. So the 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 mandate, if you will, for uh, the daughter of Zion Threshing Floor Ministry is to pray for our church leaders, who we know are under great attack. Uh, many have opened themselves up to attack. Many are doing the right thing and being attacked. So, you know, there's different reasons why things are happening, but the bottom line is they are under attack. And we know that if you got the head, then you got the body. And so uh, the, man, the, the, the mantle that we have is to pray for our church leaders, to pray for Christian church leaders and to also pray for those who are incarcerated um, and, and pray, again, to pray for those who are uh, men of color because we know that our men of color, especially in the United States, I know, are, are constantly under attack in so many, so many ways, so many ways. And also for those who uh, were incarcerated but have now been uh, considered uh, the reentry population if you will, those who are reentering society, reentering their community, who are transitioning or in a place of transition um, from the prison. They're out of prison, but they're not out of prison because their mind is still in prison. Um, so our, our um, mantle also is to pray for those people, the men, the women of God, the, the men and the women, period, because you know, when you got the mind, when the mind is in prison, then you 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 don't have any choice. You 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 don't you're not able to to break free. But that's that's one of the uh, assignments of this ministry is to pray that the minds are set free, that you're not just physically free. Some people will never get out of prison, the physical prison, but they can get out of the prisons of their minds, the the, the minds that are imprisoned by this world system. I tell you, it's just so much, so much that we've not been privy to because of greed, a power, a control, 
uh, for years, and not just in this country, but since the beginning of time. Um, it, it's been that way. But I thank God that he's opening up our understanding. I thank God that he's uh, revealing those things that he has already put in place for us that is going to cause our minds to be changed, that cause our minds to be renewed, that cause us to live a transformed life. And so, again, through the prayers, through the teachings that we will do going forward, and that's why I decided to combine the two. I really felt led to do that and to, again, to pray, but also to give some understanding and an overview of where we purpose to go with the Higher Design for Living show and also with the Daughter of Zion Threshing Floor uh, Ministry, a time of intercession. So, again, know that you are if you're praying and the Lord is pulling on you to pray for people constantly, waking you up late at night, waking you up early in the morning, uh, you go to eat something you can't eat because <clears throat> you feel the Holy Spirit tugging on you, then he's calling you to intercede. When somebody flashes before your face just appearing out of, for no reason, he's calling you to intercede for that person. And it may be somebody you know, it may be somebody you don't know. So don't get caught up in whether you know them or not or whether you know what the real deal is. The Holy Spirit knows what the real deal is, and he will give you what to pray, even if it means that that whole time that you're praying for that person or those persons that you are praying in the Spirit because it's not if you need to reveal it to you, if you need to know, he'll reveal it. Otherwise, he's using us as vessels to get his work done and set people free, get people delivered, get people healed, to bring people back to life, to get people reconnected to him, reconciled to him. That is what we are to do. And so whatever your peace looks like, this is my peace, whatever your peace looks like, the Lord wants to encourage you as well as myself doing this tonight and doing this whenever you're listening to it, but to encourage you to step out and do what thus saith the Lord. So I'm going to pray for our intercessors first, and then I'm going to pray for everybody else as the Holy Spirit leads. Amen. Mm. So um, the scripture, um, 14, 16, um, do you feel like a lowly worm? And this is what God is asking them. But God is saying to the intercessors, sometimes we feel like a lowly worm. We we are afraid. We feel like we're so fragile that we can't do it. But God wants to encourage us through these prayers that he's with us and he wants to reassure us that, like the Israelites, he's, he's there for us and we are we are not alone. So, Father, we thank you right now for every intercessor, oh God, all who have purposed to sacrifice, oh God, who are yielded and open to you, Holy Spirit, to cry out between the porch and the altar, to pray for others, whether they know them or not, Lord. So I thank you, Lord God, for all of the intercessors all over the world, oh God. And, Father, I pray even now, Lord God, that you will raise up even more people that are willing to pray, that are willing to sacrifice, that are willing to wake up in the wee hours of the morning, oh God that's willing to turn their plates down, oh God, that they are able to hear from you, that they are able, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, on behalf of your people, Lord God, and even the people that they don't know anything about, Lord God. So, Father, I just pray right now for every intercessor, oh God, every prayer warrior, every watchman, oh God, all those who you've called to watch in the spirit and pray in the spirit, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that, that each one will be strengthened, that each one will be encouraged, that, that you will pour back into 
each one as they pour out, oh God, that you will pour back into them, oh God, that you will revive them and refresh them, Father, that they will see the some of the fruit of their labor. I know, God, that we may never see some of the fruit of the labor, oh God, but God only as an encouragement, oh God, God only as an assurance, oh God, that you've called them, oh God, that they're doing what you want them to do, Father. But God, even more than that, let them have a knowing, oh God, that you called them, oh God, that they are in tune with you, oh God. If they never see any results, Lord God, that they know that they know that they know that because you gave it to them to pray, Lord God. But your word says that when your word goes forth, it will not return back to your void, oh God. So, Father, I thank you right now, Lord, that all of your intercessors, as they pray, as they're crying out, oh God, that they will stay focused, Lord God, that they won't look for the pat on the back, that they won't look for anything from man, oh God, but just to know that they are in your will, Lord, and that because they're praying by the leading of the Holy Ghost, that it will be done, it is being done, it shall be done in the name of Jesus. So bless the intercessors, oh God, as they are blessing others through their time, through their sacrifice, oh God, as they're crying out, oh God, as they're taking the hit, oh God, God, that you will bless them in ways like never before. Father, I ask that you will protect them, oh God. I pray for the blood of Jesus over every intercessor, oh God, over their families, over their possessions, Lord God, over their children, Lord God, over every aspect of their being, oh God, that you will cover it in the blood of Jesus, oh God, and that you will continue to encamp your angels about them, Father, to protect them, oh God, that no matter what the enemy tries to do to come up against your intercessors, oh God, that, that he will hit a brass wall, Lord Lord God, that it'll be, Lord God, like a, a duck roll, uh, water rolling off an oily duck's back, Lord God, that whatever the enemy says, it'll just roll off of the intercessors, God. So bless them in ways they could never begin to imagine, oh God. <clears throat> Strengthen your intercessors even now, oh God. Strengthen me even now, Father. Even now, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that your will may be done, that you may be glorified, oh God. And Father, as we as intercessors, oh God, as you called us, oh God, the daughter of Zion threshing floor, to pray, Lord God, on behalf of the, the the leaders, Lord God. God, I just ask right now, God, that you will touch every Christian leader, oh God, of every denomination, Lord God. God, I know that you 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 want us to know, Lord God, that we can count on you, Lord God, that everyone, Lord God, that has come up against your leaders, oh God, that they will end up out in the cold like real losers, oh God. And those who have worked against your leaders, oh God, they will go forth empty handed, Lord God, that they will have nothing to show for their lives, oh God. Excuse me. And Father, that when 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 your leaders go looking for their old adversaries, oh God, they won't be able to find them. Not even a trace of their old enemies. Not even a memory, oh God. Not even a memory, oh God. Will they find, Lord God, when they go looking for those old enemies that have come up against them, Lord God? And God, I thank you right now because you are God, and you said, Lord, in your word, oh God. Uh, in Isaiah 4, 11 through 13, Lord God, that you have a firm grip on, on all of your leaders, oh God, and that you're not going to let them go, Lord God, and that they don't have to panic, they don't have to worry, they don't have to fret, because you are right there to help them, Father. So, Father, I thank you right now for the help for all of our church leaders, oh God, all the denominations, doesn't matter what the title is, anybody, Lord, that you have called, Lord God, to watch over, <coughs> excuse me, to watch over the souls of your people, Lord. I thank you right now, Lord God, that you are there for them every pre as a very present help in the time of trouble. 
in the time of need, oh God, in the time of weakness, in the time of frustration, Lord God, in the times of wanting to give up, Lord God. You are a very present help, Lord God, and you are sending, Lord God, help, human resources, oh God, people, Lord God, finances, Lord God, whatever is needed, oh God, for the leaders, <coughs> excuse me, to continue to do to continue to do your will, Father. So I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I pray even now, Lord God, for every person who is incarcerated, Lord God, physically incarcerated, oh God, but even the more those who are incarcerated, imprisoned in their minds, Lord God, I pray for release right now in the name of Jesus. Those that are physically in prison, Lord, who are wrongfully in prison or whose time they should have been out, Lord God, I declare and decree their release right now. Those, Lord God, that are in solitary confinement, Lord God, I pray, God, that you are in there with them, oh, God, that you will show yourself mighty and strong, Father, that they will have an encounter with you while they're in solitary confinement, and what the enemy meant to kill them, oh, God, and destroy them, God will build them up, oh, God, because they will have an encounter with you, oh, God. They will come out. They won't be the same, Lord God, but in a good way, in a better way, Father. So move on their hearts even now, Father, even now in the name of Jesus, and those, Lord God, who are are, are transitioning back out into society, oh, God. <coughs> Excuse me. I pray, Father, that you, Lord God, will open up doors of opportunity, oh, God. God, that you will lead them to their homes, Lord God, to their businesses, oh, God, to the jobs, to the positions, to the careers, Lord God, back to reconnect them back to their families, oh, God. And, God, that they will go where you want them to go. I pray, God, for their renewed minds, oh, God. God, that they will, the, uh, the word and all of the studying of your word that they're doing in the prisons, Lord God. God, and that they did in the prisons, let them not forget it, oh, God. I pray that the word has taken root deep down within their hearts, oh God, that they will walk according to your word, Father, even now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for homes that are being open, transitional homes, Lord God, uh, homes where they can come in and get themselves together and be able to, to get their own homes, Lord God, where they're transitioning, while they're readjusting, oh God, while they're getting reacclimated, oh God. And I pray for the renewed minds, oh God, God, that they will meditate on the word, oh God, that they will, that you gave them in the prisons, oh God, in that dark season, Lord God, that they won't forget it, oh God, that that word will rise up within them, oh God, and God, that their eyes will be opened, that they will enlighten the spirit of their minds, that they may know the hope of the calling that you have for them, Father, even now, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. And Father, I ask even now, oh God, I ask even now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for those, Lord God, the men of color, Lord God, especially our young black men, Lord God, Father, I ask for their protection, Lord God. God, that you will protect them, protect their minds, oh God. Protect them, Lord God, and camp your angels all about them, Father. I declare and decree, Lord God, every every young black man, Lord God, God, that he will break free, oh God, from out of the prisons of their communities, out of the prisons of this world system, oh God. God, I thank you that minds are being broke. They're having breakthrough in their minds right now in the name of Jesus, that they're able to see themselves as you see them, Father. And I pray for their protection, oh God, that you will cover them 
under the blood of Jesus, oh God. Even now, in the name of Jesus, cover them, oh God. And camp your angels all about them, Father. Protect them from all hurt, trauma, or danger, oh God. And those that have been uh, attacked, Lord God, and those that have been, uh, the enemy has, has used people to come up against them, oh God. I pray for their breakthrough right now in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Father, that you will cause them to break free from everything that the enemy has sent up against them, Father, that they shall go forth, oh God, that they shall go forth in the name of Jesus to be all of who you call them to be. So God, open their eyes, oh God, that they will see themselves as you see them, as who you have made them to be, and that they will know what it is you called them to do in the earth, oh God. So, Father, I just thank you right now, and I praise you right now, Father, for all that you're doing, oh, God, in and through the airways, oh, God. God, how you're breaking up things, oh, God, and you're removing obstacles and mountains, Lord God, out of the way of your people, Lord God. So, Father, I thank you right now, Lord God. I thank you right now, Father, for all of those, Lord God, all of those, Lord God. As you have purposed, oh God, the incarcerated, the church leaders, oh God, the, the 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 men of color, Lord God, those who are transitioning, Lord God, those who are about to come out, Lord God. I just pray for for uh, blessings, oh God, that you will you bless them, oh God, you rest upon them, God. You know what they they can handle and what they cannot, Father. So I ask, oh God, that you will move like never before, oh God. Allow each of us, oh God, to have an encounter with you that we've never had before, Father that we will see you high and lifted up just as Isaiah did, oh God, and that we'll see ourselves, the wretched men that we are, and cry out, oh God, and that you too, Lord God, will purify us, oh God. Oh, God, that you may use us for your glory, your honor, and your praise. So, Father, I thank you for this time of intercession. I thank you for this time of teaching. I thank you for this time of, of giving clarity and an overview of that which you have purposed for this ministry and these ministries, the Daughter of Zion Threshing Floor, a time of intercession, and for the Higher Design for Living International Broadcast, oh, God, this show, Lord God. So I thank you and I praise you, Father. I ask, oh, God, that you will bless all those who lifted in. And did you will draw, oh God, but you said if you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. So Father, I believe that I have said what you have given me to say. So Lord, you draw the people that your word, Lord God, for you said it will not return back to your void. If it's only one person, Lord God, then so be it. So Father, I thank you, Lord God, and I praise you. It's all in the mighty and precious name of Jesus that I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. But Father, I thank you. This is your host, Elder Gloria Holloway, uh, your host for the Higher Design for Living show and for the Daughters of Zion Threshing Floor, a time of intercession. God bless you, and I thank you for joining us and listening in. May God be glorified in every area of your life. Be, may you be blessed in ways that you could never begin to imagine. And doors of opportunity being opened even now as you listen, as you obey. In the precious name of Jesus that I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Now, see you next time.